I'm Derek Joyce and I'm here with Paul Omorda and this is I'm Not The Expert But. This is a podcast where we'll discuss everything from the most complex ideas that we know nothing about to the simplest ideas that we probably know nothing about either. So put the kettle on, get comfy and join us. Okay, are you superstitious? particularly i do have a few little quirky ones though but nothing not majorly superstitious no no would you open an umbrella indoors yeah do you know anybody who wouldn't yeah oh yeah my partner is massively superstitious does she know why no okay i'm asking a lot of questions here i was looking into superstitions because like you i know an awful lot of people who won't open umbrellas indoors but on a day where they come in and it's pissing rain outside, yeah. there's always a, an army of umbrellas in the corner, yeah. opened, upside down, so they can drip dry. Right. Opened? Opened. Okay. Just so they don't sit there all day and, the, and at the end of the day smell damp. You know that damp, mildewy yeah, yeah, smell? Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. smell like that. So they're opened and they're upturned and they're in the corner. Mm-hmm. So it's still an umbrella open indoors. And nobody thinks twice about that yeah but where not opening umbrellas indoors comes into play is 18th century like well it's long long before that but i'll get to it in the 18th century umbrellas were so unwieldy and so big and not not the simple what we have now is golf umbrellas i suppose yeah not not the simple mechanisms that they are now they were big unwieldy things and you put one up indoors and you're going to knock the shit you're out of everything know, yeah, within yeah. 12 feet. And all the fine yeah, yeah. and stuff that would have been on, yeah. on shelves. And they were and mad about things. their possessions. Yeah. The more possessions you had, houses, the yeah. better you were, the more noble you were, the yeah. richer you were. Course, that kind yeah. of crap. And, you and your, of your stuff getting broken. Yeah, yeah. So they, it was hazardous to always, And it'll yeah. take somebody's diet. How many times have you been walking down the street and we're outdoors now with umbrellas? Have you been walking down the street and somebody smaller than you walks past you holding an umbrella and they'll nearly take your eye Yeah, they, they don't even see you, like. Because yeah. they've got no peripheral vision under there, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it it's not, I'm not complaining about them, but it does happen. I'm not the type of person that ever really uses an umbrella. I'd never even think of it. Like, I'd often go to watch bloody bows or whatever and I know it's uncovered. I know there's a fair chance it's going to rain. Yeah. And it's not until it absolutely buckets down that I should have brought an umbrella. <laughs> I always, I, when, when I'm out on shoots, mm-hmm. we'd have an umbrella. Right. And yeah, I'd be yeah. standing at the camera because you don't want to get it on the lens. Of course. You know, yeah, that kind no, of way. Absolutely. And it doesn't always work. but mm-hmm. yeah, And there's lots of photographers I know mm-hmm. have mastered the art of holding on to an umbrella and taking pictures perfectly composed pictures like there's one girl i'm thinking of and she's a fantastic photographer but i can see her i worked um doing a a bike fest years ago and it pissed rain and it wasn't like oh no it's starting to rain it was torrential within seconds yeah and it only lasted for a couple of minutes you know that kind of rain utterly soaks everybody yeah her umbrella was up like shot she didn't get wet one bit and she was taking brilliant photographs, holding on to her umbrella. I don't know how she did it, but it was rain. But anyway, it's difficult to pinpoint when umbrellas were invented. Okay. But in 1200 BC, and there's BC, BC there's artwork, Egyptian artwork okay. 
Okay. Depicted on walls that's been yeah. dated back to 1200 BC. Not even hieroglyphics. Like it's not saying stuff. It's right, not so information. It's actual it's, works of art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. And it's nobility, and they have and they're holding and standing in the shadow of what appears to be an umbrella, and it's not protection from rain. Right, and is that like an umbrella as we know it today? Like or? it's it's a triangular thing on a pole oh, that they're holding oh, someone's yes. holding above them that, that's a yeah, fucking yeah I, I can actually picture now yeah. what you're talking about so yes whatever it was uh, or it was made of at the time yeah. it's fundamentally a number out yeah and it was yeah. used for protection from the sun yeah no because what I was thinking there like when you were talking about that like protection from the sun I was asking you know is it an umbrella the reason I asked you that I was thinking back to now, and I, I know it's Hollywood, it's not the real thing anyway. Yeah. They were always fair. Going back to films like the Ten Commandments and things like that, the Pharaoh, they would always hold the um, ostrich feathers over his head. Yeah, yeah, well, the, the, the peacock. The peacock, peacock feathers, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. They'd be holding those over his head to kind well, of and, and it was very rarely that the nobility or the pharaoh or whoever it was, the priestess or whoever it might be, we'll held it themselves. No, it was oh, yeah, all of the servants yeah. to do, oh, yeah. it, do it for them. A version of the superstition says that opening up an umbrella indoors angered the god Ra. Okay. And I don't see why he was so pissy at about an umbrella being opened indoors. Probably because he didn't exist then. But he did to them. Why he'd be so pissy about an umbrella being open indoors when it was doing the same thing as it would outdoors. They'd still be standing in the shadow and not getting his son's rays. Mm. So I don't know. But anyway, that's that's where it comes from. And if a slave or somebody who wasn't of noble birth or divine birth, like pharaohs or stuff like that, used an umbrella and again, they wear peacock feathered umbrellas like it okay, wasn't right, yeah. it, it was for shade rather than for right. functional yeah, rain purposes the, yeah yeah in the royal delta you don't get a lot of rain exactly yeah yeah it was punishable it was a capital crime capital. a capital crime for somebody who wasn't noble to make use of an umbrella wow. so yeah it, it was all not and that Cruel just goes unusual. back that's that's Cruel that's that's your starting point of all the class bullshit that we yeah. Except anybody can now use an umbrella, so at least we've yeah. moved on a bit. Yeah. They can have an umbrella over their head, but not a really Yeah, thing. yeah. You know, that's that's where we are now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, isn't it? Fucking wonderful. Probably shouldn't get into it on this part. But, um, yeah. knock on wood. Okay. Have you heard that one? Have you ever heard that one? Of course. Do I'll you know where it comes from? I'm knocking on my head here, guys, for yeah. anyone not... So, not and everybody says, knock on wood or touch wood. I, I hope... I hope something happens, yeah. I hope yeah. something doesn't happen. Or I hope that doesn't happen. Or I hope something good does happen. Yeah. Knock on wood. And they'll wrap on the nearest wood. And if there's no wood near, they wrap on their heads. Yeah, Do you know where that came from? No. That came from Indo-European Celts. And possibly earlier. What, back up? Indo-European, Indo-European Celts. So Celts. Are we talking Indians who migrated into Europe? Not, Celts? not. Well, in, in, the Indonesian in, oh, area. The, the, well, well, the whole thing was migrated across. Like, yeah, um, like Ethiopia is the cradle of humanity. Yeah, true. You know, yeah. so so everything, yeah. everybody migrated. We all walked out of the desert. Yeah. At some stage. Yeah. 
So it comes from, and the Celts are widespread across, oh, yes, across are, Europe like, and all, of, all as far as Scotland. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. always very much associated with ourselves, Scotland, Wales. Yeah, well. But no, they're like, I said something there not long ago, actually. I probably popped up on Facebook or one of those things. And um, it suggested that the Celts weren't right. Well, if but they've got, if it's Indo-European. Yeah, like they did then they, they certainly weren't, yeah. Like, you know, which is like, like you don't think of that and you look at it like, you know, the likes of Jim Fitzpatrick's artwork, I love Jim Fitzpatrick's artwork. Yeah, yeah. If anyone's familiar with Jim, Jim Fitzpatrick's work, he's the guy who created the Shape of Error image that we've seen yeah, everywhere. Yeah. But aside from that, he's done a wonderful series of Celtic paintings that are over the course of decades, hundreds of these paintings and they're absolutely fantastic if you have a look. He actually also done all of Tim Lizzie's Album artworks. Did he? And he designed Phil Lennon's headstone. I think I can see his artwork in my head. Yeah. I, I don't know the name of any of them, but I'm sure. I'm sure. You see him on my Facebook. He's on my friends list on Facebook, so have a look at. I guess just, I, like, you I'm sure I follow him. I, I discovered him actually. I was in Bank of Ireland years ago, and they sent us out a calendar every year. Yeah. And one year it was a calendar of his, of his artwork. Beautiful Celtic artwork. Gorgeous. You know? So that's yeah. So that's how I got into that. That's right. Where where were we? We were all. What are we talking about? Uh, the Celts being from Indo Europe. Oh yeah, the knock on wood. Okay, knock on wood. Sorry, so no, you're grand. So the Indo European Celts, and possibly earlier, mm. believed that spirits dwelled within the trees. Yeah. And okay, and yeah, you know yeah. Mother Nature. That's yeah. that's the, the fun force. thing. But the force, so. Yeah. They would knock on wood, knock on the tree, or touch the tree to invoke the spirit okay. for protection, or well, to not that. anger it. Yeah, this is like my I, favorite yeah, superstition. Yeah, yeah, I'm not superstitious like, yeah, yeah, at I'm all, not, but, but I'm yeah, very yeah. much into that kind of Celtic. Yeah, stuff, but but to know? invoke the spirit's protection. Yeah. So Class. that's like that's now my favorite superstition. Use the force. Yeah, knock on wood. I love it. That's yeah, absolutely. I'm having that. Um, Christians believed it was more to do with the wood used in Christ's cross oh, they the everything. crucifixion. We said it in the last podcast. Yeah, Whatever the again. fucking Christians want, the it fucking is, Christians get. get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the point and, of and, a sword if needs be. Yeah, well, there you go. But, but the fact that they believe it's more to do with Christ's crucifixion dates the superstition to 2,000 years ago ish it's just yeah and well certainly no earlier than that yeah Probably a which lot later which than that. which makes it really flimsy and as a superstition it's got a veneer on it you know what i mean yeah. you know oh, that yeah. cheap it's fucking veneer chipwood yeah. bullshit yeah yeah so no i'm not having that knock on no. wood i love the celtic version it's that's, celtic version yeah. that's it that's love a part that. of so to. many of I think us Christians, I was born, you know, I was baptized Christian, I'm not. Yeah, I was born and raised from Catholic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so many of us and so many of the traditions that we were brought up in have been stolen piecemeal from paganism, from Celtic mythology. That's a whole podcast in itself. I think it is what, it is what we're going to do. I, think, I want to talk to you about holidays. I know we've done yeah. April Fool's in the last one, but yeah. I want to talk to you about holidays and that will get into the whole. Yeah. Christian, yeah, because so that's, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm chopping at the bit to get into that. Preamble bullshit. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, so Christians believe that it was more to do with Christ's cross. We don't believe that, and nor do you. It's the force. And you will recognize this. There are others believe that it's, again, it's it's dating it to very recently, which adds a, a, a flimsy aspect to it that I don't like. Mm-hmm. But they say it was more to do with a 19th century chasing game that kids used to play. Okay. And you probably played when you were a kid, because I know I played a version of it. Like that when you're touching a tree, you're safe. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Remember that touch the lamppost yeah, thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you used to have to run around, you get somebody's, hopefully the girl you like chasing you. Yeah. And you accidentally, oh, look at me. Yeah. But so they dated it to that, which I think is a nice one as well, but it's still too new for me. I'm still going with the Celtic. Yeah, no, I thing. love the Celtic origins of that. And I know I was half joking earlier on saying the force, right? You know, and, you know. As I said back in the very first episode, Del, I'm going to keep bringing Star Wars. As he said in every episode. No, no, I think we got through last week without mentioning Star Wars. But the origins of the Force, you know, as a mythical force, like within the fictional Star Wars universe, George Lucas's inspiration, if you want to call it, is very much from that kind of pagan, earth force, life force. You know, spirits and trees stuff. kind of so thing yeah I, he made an absolute bollocks of that when he made them out to be fucking midi chlorine oh my funny. god yeah the scientific experts Jesus no, come here. Christ no I'm going to fix that for you right now I'm going to heal your troubled mind Del. midichlorians are misunderstood midichlorians the little whatever you call them microbiota right are attracted to the force They're, they don't cause the force they don't make the force. They don't make you any more powerful in the force. They're attracted to the force. So a for, someone who's powerful in the force will have more of them because they're attracted to it. So that's how they're able to use midichlorians to determine how powerful our mechanism is. Have you... So it's not the midichlorians that are given read the force. Have you read The Northern Lights? Yes. That's the exact same thing. Yeah, dust. Dust. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's yes. There's no original stories anymore. No, as I, I told you, same thing. Yeah. go read Joseph Campbell. Go read him. We've been telling the same story since the dawn of man, since we crawled out of our caves. We've been telling the same story. Yeah, it's a bit disappointing that there's nothing new. And over yeah, and over just again. iteration after yeah, iteration just after iteration. The characters change, the names of the characters change, the events, the true line. Just all stays the same. The same thing yeah. over and over. We've only told about six stories in the whole history of humanity. Yep. And only three of them are good. And there's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, we're really flying today. We're going to go away with about like six yeah, more episodes. Yeah, we've been as long as we are. Yeah. But let me go back to... Sorry, I pulled your you right off For there. the second time, I'm yeah. counting them. Okay, so knock on wood. Turks sometimes, Turkish people, sometimes tug an earlobe. Yeah. As well as I've knocking on wood that. to kind yeah. of double up on not tempting fate. And I've seen it like it's not Turkish people. I've seen people do it. Touch uh, wood, oh, tug an earlobe, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. It's so all these all these little quirks that people yeah. have yeah. are superstitions, even if they don't if think they're don't superstitions. Realize they're superstitions. Yeah. Yeah, Which yeah. is weird. Yeah, well maybe I am a bit superstitious then because Italians I do, I do do knock on wood. Italians 
say touch iron as opposed to touch wood. Can Apparently. You? I'm not right. Italian. I don't know an Italian person. And, and they haven't out there, it to me. Uh, verify it on our Facebook and let us know whether we're right about this or not. Some, and I want to get on to the fear of the number 13 yeah. in a while, but <laughs> some Italians feared the number 17. 17. 17. It seems like such an arbitrary number. But in Roman numerals, well, you see, 13, I'll get to 13, okay. and it's right. it's actually, I don't believe in 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 fearing the number 13 or Friday the 13th, or any of that bullshit. Mm. But it's grounded in, not I won't say fact, but it's in it an event. It, it's grounded it. in events, and I suppose it is fact, something that did happen. But anyway, I'll get there. Yeah, but in Roman numerals, we're on 17. In, in Roman numerals, XVII, yeah. which is 17, yeah. can be rearranged to create VIXI, which means my life has ended or, or I have lived. Which is a a, a past lived. tense. Kind of a nice but it's, it's, it's really but it is past tense though. It's, yeah, it's, I have lived. Yeah. It's it's very tenuous. Ooh. You know, so yeah, it's yeah. a contrived darling. Yeah, though, yeah. So have I'm not effort like. I'm not sure. But um. Okay, so fear of the number thirteen. Right. Yeah. Um, now, before you get into that, can I just give you something that ties in with this, and yes. then you can go with it, okay, right? Yeah. Well, the only superstition I, I would say that I genuinely have and don't even know why there is magpies. Right? And you know the whole thing. One for sorrow, two for joy, three for girl, four for boy. Blah, 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 so blah. if you see one... I'll always make a flight. My mother always said one in flight is worth two in sight. So if you make it fly... If you make it two. fly, if you chase yeah. it off... Yeah, yeah let me two. tell you about magpies, buddy. So I always... No, anytime I see one in the town, I'm always stamping my feet or clapping my hands. Make them fly. They're they're like crows. They yeah. they fucking know. They they'll take that into account and say, see that fucker there. Well, that is bad luck then. Like like they will. Yeah. So they're they're mischievous, no. malicious. But anyway, bastards. right, I was looking up to see what the origin of that was. Because I knew you were gonna talk about superstition today, and that this is literally the only superstition that I really knowledgeably have. But there is no backstory. It's just a kid's nursery rhyme from God knows where. They don't even seem to know when it's, yeah. it's originated, right? But interestingly, in Lancashire, in the UK, it doesn't end at... Uh, where does anyone end? Seven, isn't it? Uh, one, one for story. Seven for story never to be told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lancashire version continues. Oh, for right? Eight for a wish, nine for a kiss, ten... A surprise you should be careful not to miss. 11 for health, 12 for wealth, and 13, beware, it's the devil himself. See, that's fucking See, that 13 is, again. Yeah. And, and, and the 13 thing, I'll, I'll circle back to yeah. uh, about why. So if you see a magpie, will you look for a second one? Uh, no, see, it's my understanding of it, and now I could be completely wrong, it's just... Since I was a small child, we had to see two together. They had to be within within your field of view. You had to be seeing both magpies at the same time. That's two. Okay. If you see one on its own, like it's not like you can just wait and see where's the next one. Like, you have to see both of them in your field of view. Okay. Yeah. Well, you see, the the thing is as well, I don't subscribe to that. 
to any superstitions. No, I don't have don't for some random I reason, don't know why. Never have, but it's very rare. I think it's very rare to see one magpie on its own. Yeah, and because that's why they're yeah. always they they mate, yeah. you know. Yeah. So they're in pairs. So you'll but see two. You might see three. Yeah. You might see three, and that's another male trying to move in on the female. Is that what it is? That must be. Well, yeah. Okay. Because um, at the end of my road, like, like when I'm walking down here, right from the house, there's it used to be a forest that was all knocked down there. Yeah. Yeah. There, but there's there's a whole bunch of magpies on that like always on the path there I wonder why you call them I'm talking 7, 8, 9 I'd, 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 I'd say you don't call them a bunch no there's I, well, like it's a murder of crows I was just going to say that and a magpie yeah. is a crow yeah so it's probably a murder of are they yeah yeah that was something I did discover there. okay they're actually yeah. crows yeah and so they're, um, they're not they're corvid and, corvid yeah and do you know where the band Counting Crows gets its name from Counting crows. That rhyme, no, yeah. one for song. Oh, for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. And that's that's how I discovered that a magpie is actually a crow. Yeah. Of it's of the crow family, yeah. which is corvid. Yeah. Yes. The corvid family. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love crows. Crows are. Yeah. Oh, I love them. They're so intelligent. They're oh yeah. So smart. There's I a fella them. sits on top of the awning outside the red entrance of the shopping centre. Watching everybody going. That's what I mean about and if you. Everyone's almost in. If you, if, but that that's <laughs> that's telling people. that's telling his flock. Yeah. That his murder, yeah. but the, any around like if he sees a threat, crows remember. Like it's been proven that crows remember who okay. did bad to them. So right. if you're clapping your hands to get rid of yeah. a magpie, it's you gonna remember. remember. And they they've like, been it's been. There's, there's this, I was reading this article about, you know, pylons, electrical yeah. Yeah, yeah. pylons. There was, in Japan, all of, they, they were all full of nests. And when they, the maintenance workers would have to come on, they'd have to climb up and all these nests were in the way. And they cleared them all out. This one year, they cleared them all out. And they were yeah. like, fucking crows, get rid of them. Cleared them all out. The crows not only rebuilt their nests, they built more nests that they didn't use. <laughs> right, to have kind of... Um, Fuck you, buddy. Um, well, that are decoys, so that if but, they were but, removed, they were, you know... Well, either way, just just they, yeah, they're they smart, they're clever, oh, yeah, and they yeah, will yeah. get their revenge. So yeah. I think they're great. Anyway, <laughs> fear of the number 13, which yeah. is called Triscade Echophobia. Triscade echophobia. Trisk and I kn I've known that since I was 12 years old. No way. Because you were terrified of the No, I wasn't at all. But I wondered, I wonder what it's called. Because I said, I, I think I said in a previous podcast about my mum and dad took us to see Ghostbusters in 1984 when it came out. Right. And the car that they used to get places was Ecto called Ecto-1. Yeah. And yeah. she came out of the cinema wonder, wondering why and suspecting why it was called Ecto-1 Ecto yeah. and she looked it up in the dictionary because in 1984 we didn't have the at your fingertips yeah. and she was like it's the residue left from ectoplasm yeah yeah, yeah ectoplasm yeah. so that always stuck with me so when I heard fear of the number 13 I was like I wonder what that's called and I looked it up when I was a kid pretty sure that's actually revealed in the movie what 
what it is, yeah, what it's called. But the, but the association with the license plate and ectoplasm was never made in the movie. That's quite pretty obvious, though, isn't it? It probably is now, <laughs> yeah. but when you're I suppose, 12 yeah, years yeah. old. Yeah, no, but yeah. So I looked Sorry. up number 13 and it was right. Trisk Aedecophobia. And I was like, I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. And you did. <laughs> and I did. Class. So 10% of the US fear the number 13. Right, okay. Even more, and, and now this is not saying nothing about people in the US. No, no. But it, wa- it was an article written about statistics that were made from asking Americans yeah. fears and superstitions. Yeah, 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 like no, yeah. So yeah, yeah. 10% of the US feared the number 13. Mm-hmm. Even more fear Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. And I just want to throw in there. When I lived in Mead, me and a bunch of my friends, me and one of my neighbours, she's she's cool, she's sound, created this group and it was called the Friday the 13th crew. Okay. And we went out every Friday the 13th. Like we didn't meet on on Thursday the 12th no. or Friday the 14th. Yeah. It had to be a Friday the 13th. Cool. And we'd go out and have drinks. And it was purely because of the irrationality of fearing Friday the 13th. Love that it. we said, fuck it, we're going to do this. Yeah. And we it. went and we did it. And... The amount of times that the pub was empty on Friday the 13th, just from people not going out. And maybe they didn't want to come out on Friday night, but... But our eldest was born on Friday the 13th. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That's that's a claim. That's, yeah, yeah. But, um, and I always found a very lucky day. Well, I mean, not not so much recently, but I, I remember, like, you know, in the early 20s, I'd always seem to find money or come into money on Friday the 13th. So many years in a row, like where it, you know, oh, it might only be twenty quid to find in the street or something. Or yeah, but or I get a bonus in work or so yeah. What we seem to do, but there's I I don't put that down to Friday the Thirteenth. No, it's positive or negative impact. It's, it? it's just a random happening. And yeah. if you, I I firmly believe that if you project a thought out into the universe and we it can get go. It, yeah. You just you attract what you give out. Yeah. So if you give out yeah. misery and hate and negativity, that's, that's what you get back. back at you. So that's if you give out positivity, and if you go, wow, Friday thirteenth around, I'm usually fucking lucky on Friday thirteenth. Chances are something's good's gone gonna happen. Gonna happen, yeah. In yeah. some way, shape, or form. Oh, yeah, no, it's strong. Now, I wouldn't be like a mad, really strong believer in the likes of the secret. You know that. Oh, you, know, you know what? The, the power of attraction and all that stuff. I don't, I well, don't well, you see, that's what you're doing. And I know people don't like have gone all in on. You're attracting. Stuff, you know? You're attracting positivity. So it is yeah. the power of attraction. But, yeah, but the secret is just horror. Take on gimmick it. yeah to make money yeah that's to me that's what it was i and at the end of the book i read it and i went fucker didn't tell me what the secret was and <laughs> i never even got to the end of it you know and it. i read a book years ago called yeah. the celestine prophecy which people oh, probably realize yeah I and i read the end of that and i was like that's that's actually really good it's a blueprint for life it's yeah. it's about living positively not it's negatively no, I can't is remember the fucker's name. I don't know. But we anyway. Definitely have it. But I was like, that's a really good blueprint for life. Mm-hmm. And then six months later, they released the 10th prophecy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you know, Another fuck one? off. Another yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, here we yeah, go yeah, to yeah. see. It's the yeah. add-on. Yeah. So I was like, the sequel yeah, to no, the sequel to the sequel. Yeah. yeah. Or the, the revised edition. Yeah, yeah. 
so it's it's the whole you know i do believe in positivity and living positively and yeah, as yeah. opposed to negatively yeah, and it, like for your own bloody well-being yeah 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 for your own mental, space, mental anyway. health yeah. but somebody else making a book on the positivity and negativity of others i have a problem with yeah exactly. that, that'd be my problem yeah. but anyway i want to go back to this internationally the number 13 and this is what you were saying earlier on internationally the number 13 is so widely and irrationally feared that hotels skip the 13th floor yeah. and go straight to 14. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? And bizarre. Maybe the architects are superstitious, yeah. but possibly not. No, maybe maybe more, the people who've had who've guests. commissioned the building of the hotel no. aren't. It's mostly guests. Who but won't. it's guests that come in, and we've got no. you on the 13th floor. No, no, no you no, don't. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's still it's still the 13th floor. <laughs> You know, it's just called the 14th, but it's still the fucking 13th floor. It's nuts. It's so, nuts. yeah, it is. It's mad. Well, I'll give you one now. Actually, just funny you say that, the kind of irrationality of it. When my young friend was playing for bowls, well, he, he still is playing for bowls, but um, in one of his first matches, he pulled the number 13 short out of the bag on the match day. And the, the coach says, if you want to put that one back, you can. I was like looking at him because, you know, Darwin wouldn't be brought up yeah. in any ways. Under superstitions, like you know, he's looking at him. He goes, "Well, it's supposed to be unlucky." He goes, "I'll put it on." He scored his fourth goal for both that day. It's supposed to be unlucky, like, yeah. and I'm not saying that's a bad coach, yeah. but that's, no, 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 that's, it wasn't. That no, I know, I know, but that's that's an adult yeah. who's superstitious yeah. saying it's supposed to be unlucky. Yeah. yeah, it's just fucking weird. Yeah, so I wonder. So I wonder how many. Number thirteen, anyway. And he scores his first goal. Yeah, bring. And he's worn number thirteen since. Well done, lad. So there you go. Um, I wonder how many superstitions will exist after Gen Z has gotten through with them, because like isn't it? they yeah. don't they don't take bullshit and fucking anything. Yeah. I I love that generation. They're deadly. But anyway. Oh yeah, I mean, there's so many of the, like. Okay, it's always nice to have the old traditions as well, of course. You know, so many of the bad ones are being left in the past, and that's where they belong. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Well, great. well, the the only good ones that we've spoken about so far are the knock on wood. Yeah, no, for, I mean, for me, in general, not just superstitions. Yeah, I'm yeah, but in yeah. general, Gen Z is just kind of yeah. the 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 next filter area. of everything yeah. that bullshit that's been and just can't get through from the past. They just yeah. well, see, it just goes to show, though. I mean, like they talk about the age of enlightenment. Back in the, you know, yeah, whenever the information age, the the access to information has completely and utterly changed the human species. You know, free access to information to actually be able to ask questions and answer them. Now it's not all good either. I mean, no, so I'm I'm thinking of things there like I'm so I'm thinking of the videos I saw of the kid doing his sums from primary school saying Alexa, what's twelve plus five? And Alexa telling them, I'm like, how is that beneficial? Well, it isn't, it isn't. I mean, do we need to learn how to write in calligraphy then? No, but because it's the love of. But it's the love of doing it. Yeah. Like okay, that's, yeah, that's something yeah. different. That's a creative, artistic thing that you no, want yeah, to do. Yeah, but that was how people wrote back then. That's why they learned it. That was how they wrote back then. I guarantee it wasn't anymore. how they all wrote. Yeah, okay, maybe so. Maybe, maybe if they could. Okay, maybe, maybe that was a bad example, but I'm sure 
Even our parents would have learned stuff in school that is completely irrelevant. My dad life. used to tell me he learned Latin. And I was actually yeah, working they, with a guy exactly, last week who learned Latin, now, so. but he learned Latin and he could speak Latin. Yeah. Where, and I was talking to him last week and I was like, say something. And he might have been saying, shut the fuck up, you idiot. Yeah. And he said something like Latin. It's nice to be like, able to do class. something like that, but, but it is completely irrelevant. Like, I don't know if it's irrelevant because, like for starters, when you're in school, school teaches you, gets you ready to be able to learn. Yes, yeah. That's so, it prepares yeah, you to educate yourself. All learning is valuable learning yeah, yeah. in some way. I understand what you mean by that. So, Absolutely. yeah, so that's that's where I'm at. But, now what I'm trying to say is we're losing, like, not losing, but even like, uh, what you call it, Corsif, right? Which is your kind of joined up handwriting. Yeah, yeah, joined up handwriting you know? in a script. Yeah, yeah, right, as the kids call it, joined up handwriting, right? Our kids' school is still teaching that. It's been dropped by most other schools to the extent that when they issued the book list last year, right? Yeah. And we all went to buy the course of handbook. It's obsolete. It's no longer in, like the school weren't even aware of that. Right, yeah, yeah. Done. It's just been deleted. It just doesn't exist anymore, that book. You know, now right. she was able to source them from somewhere, but it wasn't from yeah. the public. Term. What's your handwriting like? There it is in front of you. It's, it's, it's dreadful. Mine is, I, I'm like I, I'm like a monkey with a crayon. Yeah. It's I, fucking awful. awful. Man, yeah, it's always brutal. My kids the same. But, you look at that. I, I, like, I've handwritten notes for this show. That's probably the first time I've written in five years. <laughs> no, like, I'm serious. Everything is typed. Or notes on my phone. Or, yeah, well, that's it. Or dictations. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Don't need paper and pen anymore. And, um, it's better for the environment as well. But, like, you know, I know people will argue, oh, it's the, the, the lost art of handwriting and it's so important. Is it though? Is it that important? Yeah, I think it it's is. It's a necessity. It's something that was created out of necessity and it's no longer necessary. I think. It's no longer needed. That's my I've opinion. always liked getting, a, a, like, a letter. When I was in, yeah. I, did, I did my internship of yeah. animation in the mid-90s yeah. in California. I loved getting a letter. Did you? You get a phone call. Who's on the phone? It's your man, and you. Oh fucking hell! But you can't wait to hear from her, and you talk to her for an hour. But I'd get a letter. Yeah, and she then I'd have been away from home, so that's different. Yeah, yeah you see. Maybe so I suppose yeah, it's it's where you are, but it is. Yeah, but even yeah. from friends, I had a friend in college, and her sister used to write to me, and she'd give me the letters, and there was just letters yeah. telling you it's like talking to a diary, except saying yeah. instead of saying dear diary, she was saying dear Dell. How are you, Del? You know, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, and it was just letters, just chat. But and I'd write back, but they were just the best yeah. again. And yeah. I had them for years. I had a pen pal in Sweden when I was a very small child, and I wrote to him three times, maybe, and he replied twice. <laughs> There you go. Always, but you do. I always remember them. You hit a certain I age and you'll go, them, yeah. I'm, I'll am i write later, but I'm going out to play now. Yeah. And then it's gone. Yeah. yeah so that's I probably what happened. We were only seven or eight. Yeah. Jesus, but um, it was done for the school. Have you probably done it in school as well? No, I never. They, ne we never had pen pals. Did you not, yeah, never, did, ever, ever. Any been, pen pals I ever had, yeah. I, cr I created with them or they created with me. No, yeah, no. They came into the school and they were big box. Or two big boxes, one for boys, one for girls. They were these like envelopes with red and blue kind of stripes around the edges. 
and you open them down and it was a person's yeah. name and address could be anywhere in the world and you wrote them. Now the idea was that you would get two because you would write to that person, somebody else around the world somewhere would write to you. Yeah. But I, only, I only ever had Sven, was it Sven? Sven in Sweden. Oh, here we go. Here's another fucking No, no, accent. I'm just saying, was, was his name? I, I, I actually think it was. I know it's so stereotypical. Yeah. I think, I'm sure his name actually was Sven. But I actually learned via that because his address, that Sweden in Swedish is Sverja. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, yeah, because that was his address was, you know, Sverja. Yeah. I was like, where's that? <laughs> well, yeah, it was Sweden. But uh, yeah, so there you go. So that was me pen pal for about three months. <laughs> Um, no, I wrote to this girl for years and she wrote back and, and I had them all. And and in the course of moving house from here to across mm. to Australia to fucking US or whatever, and you bring the stuff that means something to you, yeah. I lost them. Like mm. they're gone. They exist yeah. somewhere, I'm sure. I actually tell a lie. I had another pen pal, actually much more important pen pal. Um, my granddad's brother emigrated to the States in the 20s. He married twice and had 19 children, I'm gonna say. So we've got family all over New England. But anyway, his his second wife, Irene, she was, I think she had really bad COPD or whatever it was. She, she was on oxygen, on a mask, and confined to the house, I couldn't leave. I used to write to her when I was a child. And she used to write back and she'd send gifts over and stuff. And then when she passed away, her son, Kevin, came over. And the stuff he brought. Was as a thank you, like for yeah, yeah. She loved getting my letters. I so was only about see, five or six, but you see, that's yeah, so it's that that's not so writing is not a lost art, it's not something that's unnecessary. I think it's something that's very necessary, yeah. Okay, in that context, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. I'm thinking more like you know, taking notes in school and doing your homework by hand. Oh, listen, I have a whole problem with the fucking industrial era yeah, well, that's exactly level what it is. of like education all yeah, that bullshit yeah. but yeah we'll get it's there it's not education it's training people for factories let's be honest yeah as anyway, opposed yeah. to teaching people to yeah to prepare themselves. themselves to learn yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. um okay um the fair number 13 ancient sumerians thought number 12 was perfect fucking perfect and it's still used today we've got 24 hours in a day and that's two 12 hour halves 12 hours a night, 12 hours a day. And I mean, it's much more fluid than that. Mm. And people even work through the night. So night is not for rest, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, but it yeah. was two 12-hour blocks. Yeah. Major I, sorry, days. I just have one question before you go any further. You said ancient Sumerians. Yeah. Are you a god? Possibly. <laughs> Good answer. Um, not even going to explain that one. If people get it, they right. get it. Or they don't, they don't. But um, there's 12 months of the year. Um, so they thought 12 was perfect and they thought 12 was perfect so 13 was imperfect right. I don't know why they picked on 13 and not 11 maybe 11 was semi-perfect just mm. about to be it's perfect up but perfect we're over beyond 12 now so that was it yeah. um, in the bible yeah. Judas was the 13th person to arrive at the last supper 
And he's yeah. the one that betrayed Christ. That's he was, yeah, he was busy getting paid, wasn't he? That's why he was late for the last supper, wasn't it? 25 pieces of myth? silver or something? Yeah, well, I yeah, don't, don't he know was collecting that, and that's why he yeah, was late. Yeah, I something. could be completely wrong, just made that up. Well, well they made it up in the Bible, so yeah, why not? exactly. So I think it's something like that. Anyway. Um, in Norse legend, right. Loki, the god of mischief and turmoil and the trickster, was the 13th god to arrive at... Dinner party in Valhalla. That sounds familiar. Isn't that really fucking dinner familiar? Party, like the similarities are ridiculous. I heard that somewhere before that, like twenty seconds ago. Yeah, yeah. In and instead of Loki, we were saying Judas. That's the yeah, one. There yeah, you go. There you are. But ancient Egyptians consider the number thirteen to be lucky. Right. So they're not unlucky with it. They're lucky. They consider it to okay. be fortunate. I think the Japanese as well. Yep, I'll get there. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. In Asia, the number four is thought to be unlucky. That's right. It's called tetraphobia. Mm. And in Chinese, it's very similar to death, apparently. Okay, I don't speak Chinese, yeah, yeah. but it's very similar to death. Yeah. Which brings me back to 17. The Italians with fear of number 17, because yeah. that's I have lived or some, some yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it was they said. Yeah. They don't like the number four so much so that in 2010, the Beijing government stopped issuing license plates with the number four in them. And, and, well, yeah, and again, that, that wouldn't be amazing. the government saying, oh, nothing that. Maybe it was, no, it was but it would have been people them. not wanting the no, license yeah, plate. Yeah, not want to buy that car. Yeah. And uh, no, I, it's not actually that, but I, I remember hearing something similar with the number 14. On our license plates. That so was D &D. the 131. That's when they yeah, bought That's why 131, I yeah. think that's when that came yeah. in. Yeah. But Black another one, and the worst one I found, is Black Cats. Right, okay. I always wondered about Black Cats. Now, you might have an answer to this in, in doing your homework. Is it a Black Cat in itself that's unlucky? Or is it a Black Cat crossing your path? That will be answered. Okay. Okay, so black cats in Egypt again, cats including black ones were worshipped. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Killing a cat was considered to be a capital crime. Yeah, like you, you would. They were sacred animals. Yeah, yeah, away big that. time. So much so that your cows they, are in India. Like yeah, it would have been very good. They, they yeah. uncovered them in uh, tombs. Yeah, in Pharaoh's tombs oh, yeah. and, and nobles' tombs the, and yeah, stuff. Like, like, and of even statues on, of them. Yeah, was a lot like yeah. paintings on walls and yeah, what oh, have yeah, you. they're mad for a cat. So killing a cat was considered to be a, a capital crime. Mm. It wasn't until the Middle Ages that cats were associated with witches mm. and considered to be bad luck. Okay? Yeah. Women, when they started getting persecuted by men, which, why not, it fucking just happens, yeah. were persecuted yeah. as witches. Right. And black cats were persecuted too by association. And it could be, some of it could stem from poor women and they're more likely widows who have right. lost their husbands. Right. And, and that means society cat. just fucking chucks you to, yeah. oh, to, yeah. into the gutter yeah. and you've left to make your way. Would feed alley cats, not just black cats, but alley cats. And for company, the weak as association with cats and witches just grew. I said the kind of stronger. crazy cat lady thing. Yeah, it just grew like, stronger. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So in the 1560s, so 1600s, 1560s, so 16th century, yeah. in Lincolnshire in the UK, mm. a father and son, this is a report I read, right? This could have been written by somebody, but a father and son traveling on a moonless night. Right. So it was, it's, there, it's yeah. fucking atmospheric. Horse and we're talking yeah. about it. Yeah, atmospheric yeah, okay. bullshit. Reported a black cat crossed their path and subsequently right. jumped onto the cart into, into a crawl space underneath it, which right. is bullshit because if there's a rattling cart going down the road, anything in its way is fucking going to run, right? Yeah. But this cat jumped on onto the cart, apparently. Okay. Naturally, they attacked it and they pelted it with stones. And they, I don't get, I don't get that what you're saying naturally. Why did they attack it? Because they're fucking idiots. So what are you going to do when a cat jumps on your car? You're going to pelt it with stones. Okay. So they, yeah, wouldn't idiots. Wouldn't be my go-to, but no, anyway, yeah. No, it wouldn't be mine either, but fucking idiots. Right, but right. they pelted it with rocks and chased it into an injured, chased it injured into an old woman's house. Right. The next day, and it probably wasn't the next day, but the next time they saw the old woman, she was limping, right. as old people sometimes they do. do. yeah. And she was brutal. And they went, two and two is five. She turned into a... She's a fucking cat. She's a witch. She, yeah. Yeah. She's turned into a cat. She's so a, that's where it came from. Don't tell me they brought her at stake, did they? No, this was before the... Oh, that's pre that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was okay, uh, yeah, yeah. 1692, 93 were the Salem witch trials. I actually visited Salem back in 2000. Was it good? It was. It was interesting enough. They showed us like the attic space. Is there much to do? It's, it's not a lot. Attic spaces. And yeah, there was attic spaces in some of the houses where they hid witches. Right? Okay, where they hid so women who had been accused. Yeah, yeah. And very much like Anne Frank. That was the vibe I got, you know. That it was, That's what I was thinking about. It was, uh, what's his name? Nathaniel Hawthorne, who wrote The Great Gatsby. Am I right in saying I that? I don't know. He, it was his house. And they hid, over the years, they hid several women. Yeah. In this kind of, now it's a tiny space, like. Tiny, tiny space where they were hidden. Yeah. In it, but um, it's so tacky. It's, it's like Tucson. I was in Tucson with my brother, such and a touristy thing. Like, it was, yeah, it you was. Could do a tour of the hearse. I think they actually banned that now. When we were there, it was going around. You could actually do a tour. Like they put seats in the back of a hearse. You could tour yeah, the hearse. Yeah, that's all bullshit. And it was close enough to Halloween that we were there. Like it was late September, but it was ramping up to Halloween for them. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was just. It is it's horrible. Anyway, Salem, Massachusetts, in 1692-93, were the witch trials. Ironically, in Ireland, actually, don't let me say this first. One of the last women to be executed, burned at stake as a witch in the Salem trials, was for speaking in tongues. She was heard speaking in tongues. Right. Was speaking Irish. Oh no way! And she was she was born as a witch. Isn't that fucking disgraceful? Ah, uh, horrible. Now, it's disgraceful that they... Probably escaped bloody they, oppression it, here. Yeah, just to fucking go there. over there to be fucking born for speaking our native tongue. But, but it's disgraceful that it was a woman born that sick because... For any reason. That whole for any reason, patriarchal society yeah, bullshit, ah, which bullshit. I've gone on about before and I'm sure I will again. Yeah. But ironically, in most of Ireland, black cats were good luck. In Ireland? Yep. Yeah. And they're good luck in Japan too. A strange cat coming into your home is considered good fortune. Yes. 
if you think I've about it, it's that, yeah. just yeah. A, a cat going in somewhere that's dry, that's warm, you know? So fucking all this superstition bullshit. Nonsense, yeah. Many still consider black cats to be bad luck. So much so that all other cats in the pound, right. they spend, black cats spend more time in a pound than any other than cat. Any other cat. All other cats will be sold quicker than black cats will. Mm. Black cats are the last to be adopted and the first to be euthanized. Jesus. That's ridiculous, isn't it? So if you're out there and you're looking for a pet, adopt a fucking black cat. I mean, look, I have your superstitions. I'm not going to deride anybody for believing in anything but fuck's sake, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cats getting killed, women getting bored at the fucking stake. I mean, okay, thank you. That doesn't happen anymore. But, um... People still getting fucking people lynched. People are still being... Yeah. People are still being assholes. You know, yeah. If your superstition leads to somebody being oppressed or an animal being left on the scrap heap, I suppose, just no, just stop. Yeah. That fucking pisses me off. Anyway, go on. Um, some superstitions, though, do make sense. Right. Okay. I found. Uh, uh, not walking on ladders. Well, obviously, you don't want that to fall on you. Yeah, so the whole yeah, walking under the ladder, oh no, walk around that ladder. Sensible, you just fucking yeah. common sense, don't yeah. walk under the ladder in case someone up top drops something. Yeah. And even if there's no one up there, there's a chance it could knock something off a ledge. Yeah. You're just using your cop on by walking around it. Exactly. Not whistling in theatres. Okay. Now, I didn't know this one. Yeah, no, I didn't know this one myself. Go on. Stagehands, like the, the guys working at the back, they used to yeah, work in a pulley yeah. system to lower the backdrops down or raise them. Right, and they whistled when one was needed. They they whistled instructions and could nearly converse with each other about what they they what they had to do next through through whistling. And there's actually there's I saw a documentary once about somebody in Scandinavia, and I say Scandinavia because I can't remember the exact country it was, Mm -hmm. but they were whistling across a valley, and someone was whistling back. Right, and they were talking to each other through whistles. Cool. Best whistlers I've ever fucking seen. Like, but it was, it was incredible. But the stagehands used a series of whistles to co- coordinate the raising and lowering of the backdrops. Right. And an errant whistle, like somebody from the audience whistling just... Could cause them to... Might kind of miscommunicate yeah. an instruction and that yeah. could cause a problem. So or an accident even. Yeah, yeah. Even, yeah. After, even now, though, stagehands are mic'd up yeah. and they can just press a button on their hip and yeah. talk do this now do that now and everything works on an automated pulley system mm. thereabouts they still don't whistle there's still the taboo of whistling, whistling in a theatre theater. Okay. is still in place that's cool yeah it is it's excellent lighting three cigarettes from the same you match. told me this one yesterday and I actually, this, yeah this, this is, this this is, is brilliant is, like, it's so logical and it's Makes sense, and now the amount that I'm nearly sure I've seen this done in a I've, movie. I remember being, and and you would have seen it in a movie. It would have Definitely been used. Seen this in a movie. Yeah. Um, one of my friends when I was in college, we'd all be standing around, and she'd be lighting cigarettes, and she'd light one, and she'd light the other, and she'd blow it out, and she'd light another one, and she'd light the third. Right. And you're like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> and what are you doing? She goes, never ever light. The toured cigarette, and I never got it. Off the same and match, and, like, and oh. she never told me why. Off the same Off match. Off the same match. Yeah, she yeah. never told me why. And so, 
you'd get your cigarette and we, we never did like for years I didn't bother but I looked it up one day didn't know you smoked in college all the time did yeah. you yeah yeah not, not when I was up there oh in right. the 90s oh back oh yeah yeah, okay. yeah no I knew you so, when we were in college together so I'm not even sure when I looked it up but I remember reading it but lighting uh, three cigarettes from the one match in wartime right. it'd be like if you were in your the trench yeah and it's dark and you light the cigarette the first light catches the attention of the sniper in the yeah, other trench. Yeah. The second light of the bearing. cigarette gives him his bearing on where to go and he looks through the sight. And the third light is the, is the shot. Back. And so that's why they didn't yeah. light sure three cigarettes. Which is, and, and I'm sure it's you probably have. probably in 1917 yeah. or something. I'm thinking nope, World War I, trench warfare. I'm thinking, you know, I'm sure. Definitely not in 1917, but I have seen it before. No, oh, okay, it's not. Okay. But... That's that's class, and sense, you will it? see superstitions exist in everyday life. You'll see them every weekend yeah. in sports stars. Oh and yeah! Before they enter the pitch, and I'm not talking about the ones that pray to Allah or or bless or, themselves yeah. coming on. Yeah, no, Do what no. you want. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm no, talking about hopping on their left foot twice as they go onto the pitch. I can't remember, but I do remember oh, yeah. one footballer doing it and one footballer bending down and tugging the grass yeah, and, and sprinkling it maybe over one shoulder yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, a lot of times, yeah. Um, but uh, you will get John that. John used to put the jersey on in the tunnel. There you go. Yeah. Um, lucky boots, lucky socks, lucky jocks maybe. Yeah. yeah. Lucky bats. I have my lucky jersey for match time. There you go. Everyone has it. So lucky bats, yeah. lucky hats. Yeah. Headbands, wristbands, mm. there's everything like, uh, what's the name, uh, Duncan Ferguson. Yeah. Uh, everything used to have his wristbands. Right. And I, it wasn't a hard, fast superstition that he had because he used to give the wristband to somebody in the crowd, usually yeah. a kid. Oh, okay. But he'd have one the next... Yeah, so he'd always have one. He'd yeah. always have one the next time. It didn't time. have to be the same one. It was no, just no, wristbands. that's what I mean. It yeah. wasn't hard and fast. Okay. But he used to do that. Yeah. So that, that was... Well, I know, yeah, there's one actually that's... I think I, I'm open to correction on this, but I think it was started by the Boston Red Sox in the year when they were looking like they were going to finally... And here's another superstition. The Bambino course. Have you ever heard of that? No. The Boston Red Sox sold... Babe Ruth to the New York Yankees, which would be like essentially Liverpool yeah, selling yeah, yeah. Kenny Dalglish to Everton, right? <laughs> and they went eighty-three years without winning um, the World Series, right? And they called it the course of the Bambi the Bambino, right? When it looked almost certain that the Sox were finally going to break the course and win the World Series, none of their players shaved for the whole season. Crazy. They all had mad beards, right, at the end of the season. The New England Patriots done the same thing a couple of years later and they went all the way to the Super Bowl. But you see, that's that's just a... Now, the Boston Celtics are one series of out in the finals. I ain't shaving. I haven't shaved all season and I'm not shaving. That's just... That's just a, <laughs> it's nuts, isn't it? That's, that's a mindset. Yeah. Some people rub a lucky rabbit's foot yeah. on their key ring. I have heard the explanation for that and I can't bloody remember. I know it's something grotesque though. It's well it wasn't fucking very lucky for the rabbit. No, exactly. Well no, there is there's some grotesque for, oh, I can't remember. Might be worth looking up, guys, if you're listening, you know. I can't remember it, but I I'll probably walk out of here now in ten minutes and remember it. But, That's uh, it, yeah. 
Text no. it to me and I'm not going to do anything with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so superstitions. Don't fool, that. don't fool yourself. Don't fool yourself. They're not worth that. And they, no. you believe in more of them than you think you do. Oh, yeah, you absolutely. Know more you asked me you at the start of this yeah. podcast, was I superstitious? And I said, no, I yeah. didn't realise I am. <laughs> I just more, realized, than I ever, more than I ever realised, I am, yeah. I've just realised that, I, no, I am not superstitious, but I absolutely do subscribe to the pagan one of knocking on wood. Yeah. Yep. See you next time. <laughs>